Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. And welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today's episode is podcast episode number 74. So if you head over to the AustralianSeller.com forward slash 074, you'll get all the show notes to today's episode with Matthew Cummings, who joins us this week from CycleStation.com.au, which is a bike and bike accessories retailer in Aubrey, New South Wales. So growing the online side of their business to seven figures over the last couple of years through a combination of website and marketplace sales. And he's achieved this remarkable growth through AdWords and importantly, growing a substantial email list. So, you know, as I think I've mentioned earlier, building and having your own list is vital over a period of time as it reduces your reliance on a single channel for traffic like Google or eBay or Catch or Amazon. So that means if anything goes wrong, like an algorithm update from Google or a suspension from a marketplace, you're still in business. Anyway, so today we dive in and we discuss, you know, obviously the website and then, of course, eBay and the marketplaces like Catch and Amazon Australia and how he manages a catalogue of over 20,000 SKUs and, of course, what his plans are to grow Cycle Station into a monster online business. Now, speaking of having your own list as an Amazon seller, Regina Peterbersky is having another chatbot workshop on Thursday, the 31st of October. So it's only about five or six weeks away. So head over to the AustralianSeller.com forward slash bots and then use the coupon code EBCT, that's E-B-C-T, to save $250 off the cost of that workshop. It's going to be awesome and I will be there too. Uh, also later in October, on Tuesday, the 27th of October, I'm going to be co-hosting an Amazon meetup with, uh, who have we got? We've got Pioneer and also Retail Global uh, at the Honey Bar. I think it's over in South Melbourne. So stay tuned for details. I'll be announcing more about that in the coming weeks. School holidays here at the moment. So uh, hopefully I'll get another one out next week. Uh, don't forget to join the Australian Seller family over on Facebook. So that's over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast and today I'm totally thrilled to be welcoming Matthew Cummins to the show. Matthew, you're from Albury Cycle Station. That's right, yes. So um, Cycle Station here in uh, Albury, New South Wales, we're a regionally based business. Um, My role is I'm the uh, operations manager and head of online retail Um, and yeah, loving it at the moment. It's good. That's awesome. And it's great to be speaking with somebody that's actually running an e-commerce business. And as I understand it, also a physical products business that's bricks and mortar. Yes. And, yep. and you're running that from New South Wales. Yeah. So, so it's funny. We're um, People think, you know, a town like Albury-Odonga, it's, you know, not very big or anything mm-hmm. like that. We're actually, uh, our retail store, which I'm only sort of loosely involved with these days, is um, one of the largest bike shops in Australia um, wow. by, by floor space and, you know, we're doing very, very well for a regional business. But uh, uh, there's a lot of bike riding goes on around uh, our area up in places like Beechworth and Bright and uh, Mount Beauty and things like that. So, yeah, it's good fun. So, how did you get involved then? Like, what's your background? I'm assuming that you're, you mentioned that you're running the e-commerce show, the side of things, the marketplaces. So, how did you actually, how did you get there? Yeah, sure. It's, it's Look, it's funny that I'm uh, even doing this because I'm, I'm not a cyclist uh, naturally or anything like that. So, I came more from the, uh, yeah, look, I'll tell you the story. So, basically, sure. I... Um, 
I started out doing physical retail, you know, in a store was my very first job when I was about 13 years old and, you know, did retail for, you know, uh, right up until sort of early 20s and then I uh, just swore I'd never be in retail again. I was sick of the whole show. Um, I, I also did uh, management and uh, IT and marketing at uni. Uh, then got into, for about a decade, into um, – Oh, sorry, I should go back one step. I, I opened the first uh, e-commerce venture I was involved in in 1999, which was a long time ago now when the internet was yes. nice and new. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Gift World. Um, and yeah, look, we were selling uh, things like Beanie Babies and those uh, fish that talk that flapped around on the wall, the, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Um, uh-huh. It was good fun. Uh, very different back then. You know, it was $144 to register a domain name and, you know, there was only very limited options for everything. But, yeah, it was it was a good experience. Um, yeah, then for about a decade, I was um, – or more, I was involved in uh, the promotional products industry, uh, doing uh, a lot of lot of importing uh, direct out of China to a lesser degree, India, America, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, for, for corporates and things like that. Um, and as, look, as part of that, we also had our own printing business. And the reason I mentioned that is that, uh, one day one of our suppliers was closing down and we got offered 377,000 blank pens of various descriptions. So we said, and it was 20 grand, I think we negotiated down it from memory. So we, uh, we bought these 377,000 pens, which is a lot of pens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real lot of pens. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so we obviously we we're going to print logos on some of them, things like that. But it was just a lot of pens to sell. So uh, I, uh, the boss I was working for at the time, so I said, "Oh, how how are we going to get rid of these? We you know, we're making money, but we're selling them too slow." I said, "Look, how about I start selling mm-hmm. some on eBay?" And he said, "All right, let's do that. You know, boxes of five hundred or whatever it was." So um, mm-hmm. I'd I'd never sold on eBay before. I didn't really, you know, I was a bit of a late bloomer. That was only uh, about. Oh, you know, uh, eight or so years ago, um, never really sold mm-hmm. on eBay before. Never really done the online retail thing. Um, you know, it was more dealing with corporates and wholesale. So anyway, so I started listing these things on eBay, and sort of they started going great guns, and we were selling you know a whole whole lot of them. And yeah, so that was my sort of first little taste into uh, online retail. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then um, in the meanwhile, a guy who I'd known since I was about 15, who'd been a bit of a mentor in my life and I'd worked for before, he was actually the same guy I did the Gift World venture with way back then. Um, mm-hmm. He bought a, a bike shop here in Albury um, and he tried to do the online retail thing and it hadn't really uh, taken off at all. And he said, gave me a call and he said, look, I've tried to do online retail to go with the physical retail. It hasn't really worked, but I know there's a lot of potential. Can you make it work? And I said, we'll give it a go. Uh, so uh, I started out doing uh, just, you know, I worked out a bit of a, a, an arrangement rather than a wage, just a, you know, an agreement, a mm-hmm. profit share type thing. And sure. uh, then uh, uh, started doing just, you know, Thursdays and, and, and Saturdays to take a few boxes of stock home to list on eBay and starting to work out a bit of a website, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's gone in, in the last six years, gone from you know me doing a few hours a week to me being full time to having a staff member. Now I've got, now I've got in my area, I've got uh, six staff members um, just for on the online retail side. Um, and wow. uh, we're doing uh, well into the seven figures now just online. Um, and at the same time as well as that, I've sort of introduced a lot more systems and stuff into the retail store and we've grown, the retail store has grown dramatically as well. So we're, we're kicking some goals. We're doing well. Yes, you sure are. What's the split then? I mean, sorry, that's an amazing story, but what's the split between, 
the online and the physical retail? Just yeah, in terms so of um, at, at the moment, um, it's probably about 75 to 80% the physical retail and 20 to 25% the online retail. Now, right. that makes it sound like the online retail is small. The, the thing with the physical retail is that there's a lot of bikes, which are, you know, some bikes yeah. can be $5,000, $10,000, even you know, $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. We're just selling parts and accessories, which is obviously our average order value is a, a lot less. Um, yes. But we are starting to get into some bikes as well, so we're on a, a quite a rapid uh, growth spurt. We're hoping to do between uh, between double and triple last financial year, this financial year, and we're already uh, on track for that. So um, the online, I'm hoping within the next two years, will be fifty percent of the uh, uh, the full business. Oh, um, yeah, not 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 because they're going backwards, but just we're going forwards more quickly. I love it. There's also a lot more people online. There is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, is and we also operate a cafe as well, which is also about right. another 10% of the business. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, let's talk about channels then. Obviously, we've got the website and then I want to get into marketplaces. But sure. let's start Let's start with the website. So, sure. how are you getting traffic to your website? Yeah, sure. Look, it's a bit of a mix of things, to be honest. Up until about 18 months ago, we were very eBay focused and very eBay reliant. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, at one stage we were sort of, um, sort of 80% eBay, 90% eBay. Um, that sort of turned right around again, not because eBay has gone backwards, more just the website's gone forwards really quickly. Mm-hmm. Look, it, it, it really is a mix. There's no one big thing, but the, but the, probably the two things that I could say would be the biggest difference is we're doing a lot mm-hmm. more spend and a lot more targeted spend with our Google AdWords. Um, right. uh, particularly the Google Shopping. Um, we've gone from uh, really just sort of putting an amount on it and saying, go for your life to um, some very segmented and directed micro campaigns where a particular keyword may have a dollar fifty a day or $6 a day or whatever allocated to it and some other one may yep. have another $3 and just getting um, – as different things are successful, splitting them out into sub campaigns to and uh, turning off the bits that aren't working, so getting more and more targeted, mm-hmm. and that's that's working really well. Um, and then the other big thing that we always find is the um, the best ROI return on investment uh, of any sort of marketing online. I think is always an email newsletter or email email marketing electronic direct mail um, yeah. because you're you're not buying a customer for the first time. You're really just retargeting and reselling to those people who already know who you are. Um, yes. And that, that, that always gets us really good results. Fantastic. And do you do anything kind of like social advertising, you know, Facebook, anything like that? Um, yes, we, we do. Um, to be honest, it's an area where there's still a lot of room for improvement with us. Um, mm-hmm. We have an awesome social media presence with our physical retail store. We've got a you know, huge following and very mm-hmm. active. Um, in fact, we even uh, a couple of years ago we decided to cut all TV, radio, uh, newspaper, print, uh, yeah. all, all print, all traditional advertising, and we used the money mm. we were spending on that to hire a young bloke to do video content for us um, nice. uh, and, gra- and photography and graphic design, etc. Um, and so we, we we do our own uh, like vlog series, um, sort of a bit of a you know a takeoff on you know things like American pickers and those sort of things, sort of like a day in the yeah. life of cycles station type stuff um and and we get a lot of um really good response to that a lot of following from those type of things uh but in terms of some of the other uh sp- facebook specific advertising um yeah 
we do we do involve ourselves, but it's probably not somewhere we, we, we need to improve. Um, and I guess there's more opportunity for growth as we get better in that area as well. And then what about assuming that, well, we've been talking about Facebook ads, but I was just thinking if you've got the EDM list, you could always pop them up into a Facebook yeah, correct. And that, custom audience that, and all that sort of fun stuff. And yeah, it's really it's a, it's a really clever feature of Facebook. The ability to um, if people have associated a, uh, an email account, the same one they're buying from with their Facebook account, etc., yeah. to be able to retarget them and uh, create lookalike audiences and stuff. It's uh, it's it's some pretty clever stuff compared to just sticking a, a advertisement in a magazine like we used to back in the day. So yeah, that's it. All right. So then, what about sort of fulfillment? Like, are you using I don't know FBA or are you actually fulfilling from no, no, the we, store? Or how, how do you how you actually get products to customers? Yeah, so so we've got our own uh, warehouse. And we're actually moving next month. Actually, incidentally, mm-hmm. we've uh, we I started out with a, an area. I've always done my own fulfillment uh, because we started out with a physical retail shop. I guess where we had stock, so there was no um, uh, yeah reason to do anything, mm-hmm. anything else. Um, we also have a very wide but shallow product range. Um, so, you know, some people might, you know, have 10,000 of one SKU or, you know, 1,000 of one SKU. We have, you know, some SKUs, you know, we might have one or two or five or 10 or 20 of a SKU, but we have a lot of SKUs. So, um, yeah. I'm up to, I'll, look, I'll, I'll be over 20,000 SKUs by Christmas. So, Holy um, right. yeah, <laughs> it's a bit of a okay. different model to a lot of the Amazon sellers, but, uh, yep. um, yeah, we've, we've, we've doubled our SKU count, uh, uh, in the last 12 months, um, which is, is exciting. But yeah, so we, we, I started out with a little tiny little area, sort of about as half as big as someone's kitchen. Uh, we then, uh, when we opened it, uh, about five years ago, we built a new, you know, very large retail store and I was operating off a mezzanine floor. And then two years ago, I outgrew that, moved to a 500 square meter warehouse. And mm. now we've sort of just in the process of, uh, more outgrowing the office space than the actual warehouse, and uh, we've uh, moving next month into a uh, another premises, which is a bit closer to the store, and will give us uh, uh, a lot better for what we're doing. So, and, and it's about over a thousand square meters. So, we'll, uh, uh, yeah, plenty of opportunity. Uh, Marketplace is next, so that's obviously another channel which sounds like you kind of started on with the pens, and then I'm assuming as well you, you're doing yeah, well, a lot the, through Marketplace. So, yeah, well, the pen, start with the eBay. Pen, yeah, the pens was uh, prior to this business. That was sort of in a, yeah, yeah. In a previous role. It was just my, me cutting my teeth. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I did the whole uh, buy things from garage sales and, uh, you know, old retro looking things for a couple of bucks. I bought a, once bought a uh, paperweight for 75 cents and sold it for 125 bucks the next day. That was fun. Um, yep. <laughs> but the old, the old, uh, the old way that uh, people used to cut their teeth before Amazon came along. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, we grew our business a lot on eBay because when we first uh, started uh, Cycle Station Online side of the business, we, look, our website wasn't the best and we you know, still had a bit of learning to do. And uh, the good thing about a marketplace like eBay is that if you've got the right products at the right price and the right photos and stuff, you just put them up there and they just sell mm-hmm. versus a website where you've got to actually market to get the customers there. Um, so yeah, we... we one stage we were sort of as much as 90% um, uh, eBay. These days we're sort of more 50-50, well, not 50-50, but let's let's say around 50% eBay, 50% website, and then other marketplaces making a small percentage. Uh, this oh. month, this month though, we've had a very strong month on the website. We're about uh, probably 70% website this month. So, yeah. So does is eBay then... Is that just because the website's growing or is that because eBay's shrinking a bit oh, or eBay's is it under not, pressure? E- 
eBay for us isn't shrinking at all. Right. Um, this uh, look, it's 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 this might sound like a bit of a brag, and it probably is, but it's sort of hard to judge. Um, where marketplaces go as well if you're on a growth path like we are at the moment because we're increasing our SKUs. But uh, um, I, if I'm comparing this September to last September, um, our eBay sales are up about 30%, uh, but our website sales are up about 400%. So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, as a as – a, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you judge that. Does that mean eBay go back? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, um, I get it. I get it. Yeah, Under, um, that makes total sense. It is becoming more challenging. Though. I think the biggest thing with eBay is that it, it's an easier platform to sell on than Amazon, that's for sure, but it's mm-hmm. still not – as easy as some people think. Um, and I think that um, keeping up with the, uh, all the all the changes is the best thing you can do to uh, have some success. Um, and the biggest thing I can say is that eBay have a whole lot of things called retail standards where they like you to offer free shipping and they like you to offer uh, at least 30, preferably 60-day returns. And they like you to offer all these different things. Generally, I go by the mo- the thing. If, if eBay wants me to do it, if, and I physically can possibly do it, I'll do it and I keep doing it. And my sales keep going up. Whereas a lot of people I know who get... Um, caught yeah. up in the fact that uh, that eBay shouldn't be doing this and my rights are not to accept returns and, you know, 60 days is too long for returns and all these type of things and they keep resisting and their sales go down. So, uh, I don't know, mm. follow follow the, follow what uh, eBay wants you to do and they'll keep sending customers your way. Yeah, play the game. Yep, that's <laughs> it. Sounds like. What about, because I know that you're also involved with Catch, right? So, yeah. how's, how's Catch sort of going in comparison as a new and up-and-coming marketplace to some of these old-timers like eBay? Yeah, look, Catch is a good fun marketplace to sell, and I really like Catch. Um, the the one thing I like about Catch in particular is that the um, we get a lot less complaints and issues from customers. Um, they they seem to be uh, Catch has got a very good um, existing customer base that they're then sharing out to the marketplace, mm. um, and. Uh, catch sellers seem to sort of know how to shop on catch. They're, the system's a lot, got a le- lot less nuances and it's, it's just a real basic system, but, um, customers just buy and, uh, very few returns, very few messages, very few complaints. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's from that point of view, it's quite easy. It's just a matter of, uh, yeah, look, <laughs> it's great from that point of view. Um, mm. my total costs, of selling on catch are a little higher than on eBay, um, mm-hmm. just based on the um, the fees are negotiable, but they are generally a bit higher than eBay. Um, but um, I still find it quite worthwhile. So, and the good thing about their fees is they do include um, uh, all the payment processing options, even like uh, buy now pay later options. You just pay a flat, flat fee, and you know if they use Zip Pay or Afterpay or credit card or mm-hmm. PayPal or whatever, that's all part of the cost. So once you take yeah. into account those costs, it's actually um, pretty reasonable. Value. Yeah, yeah, it's good. In terms of the sales that you're experiencing though, like what's the split then between say eBay and Catch? Yeah, so so at the moment, uh, on a, looking at last month, which is more typical this month, we've got a big sale on the website, so it's a bit different. But compared to last month, we were probably about probably about forty five percent on eBay of our total online sales. Um, about uh, you know, maybe forty-eight uh, percent websites are so very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, these figures may not add exactly. Uh, then probably about five percent catch, wow. and about two percent Amazon. 
Amazon, Amazon, Amazon Australia, that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yep. of course, that was that's exactly where I'm heading next. Poor <laughs> <So, laughs> old Amazon Australia. Yes. All right, so so it sounds like it's what are we talking then? A couple of percentage points, really? It's hardly yeah. moving the needle at all. No, nah, look, and and look, this month would be even less. Um, I'm doing some big, big numbers this month overall, mm-hmm. and I haven't even hit mm-hmm. a thousand bucks on Amazon yet. So, if they give me, I, without without me telling you my total figures, but uh, my mm-hmm. total figures are you know uh, very, very nice this month, but a few hundred bucks on Amazon. So, uh, yeah, I'm, and that's with that's with probably not enough effort onto the platform. Okay. I could do better if I put more time into it. I imagine. But you've got a you got limited hours in the day. You're working very hard, and you've got to put your time into where the um, where the money is. Where the money mm. is, and uh, to me, at this stage, I want to be on Amazon just because you kind of should. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, if I get a couple of thousand bucks worth of sales in the month and make a few hundred dollars, that's all right. But yep. uh, I'm not not about to invest all my time into it like I spent hundreds of hours prior to the uh, initial launch thinking it was going to take over the world. But mm. it's uh, more of a bit of a slow go. So, yeah. Yeah, look, I just hear so many different stories about Amazon Australia. But look, the vast majority of them are, um, are not great. Uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's struggling. I think, look, I think to to do better than I'm doing, uh, I'm really not doing what they want in terms of, uh, I'm into with eBay, you know, doing what we do, what eBay wants to make them like us. Uh, With Amazon, they like FBA and I'm not doing FBA. They like um, a a narrower list of really highly specialized and, and I guess, designed and private labeled and developed for Amazon type products where I'm selling more the general bike industry retail products that I would be selling on other channels. They're not specific things that I've developed for Amazon. They're just chucking up a segment yeah. of my inventory. Um, I've got a, probably a thousand products on there at the moment. Right. Um, yeah, but you'd, you'd also be doing a bit of a wholesale show there too, right? I mean, this is all, you know, you're fighting for the buy box amongst other retailers that are probably selling the same helmet or gloves or whatever the accessory is. So, uh, to a certain right? extent, yeah. To a certain extent, yes. There is a um, the bike industry as a whole is very wide and shallow. Mm. So there's a lot of products I have online where I might be the only person in Australia actually even has them online. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of cases, the more popular stuff, uh, yeah, I am competing with others. And the the, the fees that Amazon Australia is just put up in my category. It's some um, can't remember the exact figure, but something like seventeen percent or something now, which wow. is. Uh, uh, they've, they've reduced the fees in the electronics category mm-hmm. um, and seem to have put them up in everything else, including sport and outdoors, which I'm in. Um, and, yeah, 17% is not fun. No, that's um, that's a pretty big whack out of your profit margin, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's gone up from, what, say, 12 or 15 or something? Yeah, it was, it was about, it was about uh, and again, apologies to anyone listening if I'm not getting these figures right, it was about mm-hmm. uh, uh, 12 or 13%, um, which I was comfortable with because it was – yeah, it's you know, on par. Including, including the yeah. payment processing and things that's right. like that. But once you get up to sort of over 15, 16, 17%, that's just, that's not fun. So almost uh, gouging comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> market, other marketplaces, because I saw the other day that Ozsale, um, I saw a big old Facebook ad saying that Ozsale had, had just opened up its new marketplace. Obviously, there's Kogan, uh, there's Gumtree. So 
are there any other marketplaces that you're looking at or have even dabbled with at this stage? Look, I've been in, I've been in, in had some little conversations with people. Um, I've, I'm sort of uh, feel like I'm spread fairly thin at the moment, so I'm not actively exploring other ones. The other, the other two that I'm uh, uh, watching closely with interest is um, I'd love to get on to uh, Trade Me New Zealand, um, which is one where um, over in New Zealand, eBay nor Amazon uh, really have much penetration. And Trade Me is kind of where people shop and a lot of us, other Australian retailers having some success on there. Um, it's a very old platform, um, but there's a new one coming up called The Market. Yes. Uh, TheMarket.co.nz. I'm not sure. Mm. Sounds like you've heard of it. I have. Um, I had Hamish Conway from uh, Sell Global the other day on the show. Oh, yes. and he was talking about Hamish. The Market, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot about it, but it, it, it's piqued my interest. So that's something I'd be looking at. Kogan, uh, maybe for certain kinds of products. And look, the other one. Ozsale. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Oz, just open. Ozsale. So. Yeah, I, I haven't really uh, looked that much. And then, and then of course, uh, my deal is uh, sniffing around, but they didn't really take my fancy, to be honest. So Okay. But is there anything else that you want to add in terms of like if there's other retail, physical retailer stores out there that are looking to really push their online presence and their revenues, what would you recommend sort of approaching first to getting set up on eBay, pushing the website as hard as they can and maybe looking at some, dabbling in some of the other marketplaces? Would that be a fair strategy? Uh, yeah, sure. Look, I think the uh, the biggest thing these days that you know, I've learned is that for a traditional retailer with a lot of product lines, which is a bit different to you know, an Amazon seller private labeling, you know, two or three one of them want to push them hard. But if you're a, you're a traditional retailer, you've got a whole lot of things uh, to sell and you just want to sort of you know, get out there. I think a multi-channel and omni-channel strategy is really where it's at these days. So the, you, want, you want to have a website which is and an inventory management system as part of that that um, can talk to out to other marketplaces. There's no point you know, listing things separately on eBay or listing things separately on, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Amazon or wherever, you, you really want to have it all integrated so that your inventory is mm. coming from one point. I learned how hard it is to try and manage different inventory in the early days and it, it's, just, it's just a no-go thing. So start by going for the you – know, I use a platform called Nito. It has some really good advantages. One of the disadvantages is cost. Um, it's not the cheapest out there, but it has some other good advantages. Um, and there are other ways to do it, um, you know, with, even with WooCommerce and things like that. But uh, – Start start with uh, building your, your own uh, uh, system and then uh, you know branch out from there. And realistically, the good thing when that we became too eBay focused for a while, in the sense that you don't own your customers when they're eBay. You, you, you eBay still owns the customers, and you're probably going to pay as much with your website to get customers to the website. Um, from you know different forms of advertising as you will with eBay, but the good thing is once you've got them, they're yours. Versus you know, and you can then remarket to them, and you can do electronic direct mail, and you can do other types of activities, and you're really only paying to acquire them once. Versus yeah, uh, you know, with eBay where yeah you pay again and again. But I think there's a lot of opportunity uh, for traditional bricks and mortar retailers because a lot of them. See the internet as the enemy, uh, where in reality it can be a, a massive opportunity for growth. Uh, in our business, not only is it just the revenue from the website itself, but it's also increased our buying power, particularly uh, in certain types of product categories, the parts and accessories, for example. So we actually can, you know, 
share buying between the retail store and the online store and get better buying power for both for you know to make more profit of our local customers as well so um that's always a good thing also how do we get in touch with you buddy yeah sure so um look as well as the cycle station thing i've uh do a bit of online consulting as well. So um, the best spot to find me is uh, www.retailrevolution.com.au, um, which is a, a a little bit of a collective type thing I've, I've uh, put together with some other uh, online experts. Um, it's uh, one of the guys, John Cook, um, does a lot of web design, but a lot of the rest of it's to do with consulting and things like that as opposed to services. Um, and look, I do... So if you, if you if you if you jump on there, you can find me Retail Revolution, um, and cool. yeah, uh, anyone who has any questions in areas related to eBay marketplaces, uh, strategy, that type of thing, um, happy to help. But also, you're um, aren't you one of the administrators as well over at Amazon Sellers Australia on the Facebook group there with Kelly? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah, so is that one way that someone can get in touch with you as they well. Sure can. Look, if you can find me, if you can, if you go into either Amazon Sellers Australia, eBay uh-huh. Sellers Australia, Catch Sellers Australia, oh. um, I'm, Amazon, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm admin of all those three. Uh, we got about uh, I'm the head admin at the eBay group. We have got about five thousand members. There's about six thousand members in the uh, Amazon group. Uh, yeah. Yes. Kelly's in charge of that. I've, uh, I'm a you sound pretty secondary, busy. secondary admin these days. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy for people to Facebook message me if it's business related. Don't spam me. But uh, if, if, if you want to talk business and uh, need some assistance, you can also uh, find me via those groups. Hey, <clears throat> thank you so much, for Matthew, for coming on the show again and uh, yeah, sharing all of your, um, your history and all your wisdom around what's been happening up there at Cycle Station. So yeah, thanks heaps. Fantastic. Thanks for your time. Pleased to be involved. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.